Hi, I'm Ben Thompson, Doctor of Audiology. This is a podcast to help you with tinnitus, hearing loss, or hearing aid technology. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 26 of the podcast. We focus on hearing and tinnitus. In today's episode, we have Henoviva, who I have worked with personally for tinnitus retraining therapy over the last six months. We met in late January, February 2021, and we're making this podcast episode to educate other people on what it's like to be six months into tinnitus retraining therapy. Henoviva, how are you doing today? Please tell us your journey over these last six months. What's happened? Thank you, Dr. Ben, for inviting me. I actually got tinnitus after having COVID. I got COVID in early November of 2020. And by November 14, right after my two weeks, when it was, I guess I was clear, I woke up with this horrible noise in my ear that I couldn't control. My immediate reaction was to contact my doctor. And my doctor told me that it was going to go away. Two weeks later, it didn't go away. It was just getting worse. So I went to see the doctor and they pretty much told me there was nothing they can do. They didn't give me the pamphlet. It was just like, it's just going to go away. It's going to go away. I was like that for three months. I couldn't sleep. I was really frustrated. I actually went into depression, very anxious. No one was giving me an answer. It was a horrible feeling of tinnitus. It was super loud and it controlled my mind, and I couldn't concentrate. I actually was watching TV, I could hear the noise. And the worst part for me was not being present. As I told you, I'm a very active member of my community. I'm super involved in my with my kids' stuff. And my like I shared with you, my husband and I, we were struggling to have, uh, my kid is adopted, but we were struggling to have all natural kids and we were going through the in vitro process. So having this problem and that no doctor was giving me a solution was really frustrating for me, really, really frustrated. And and the fact that I didn't know if I had a bigger neurological problem and I was just in the in a hole, I was really frustrated and no one was giving me a solution. For months, I couldn't even get up. I was just really depressed and couldn't figure it out. And the fact that I, I couldn't sleep was more frustrated. And at one point I even questioned if I was gonna be a functional citizen, being myself very active, you know, if I was gonna be able to go back to work, if I was gonna be present. Hey, Hanoviva, so you just told us those first three months, sleep trouble, insomnia, stress, anxiety, questioning, what was your future? Now, where are right. you now six months after you started getting help, getting the right resources together, because the reason we're having this podcast is to showcase people what can happen in a six month period. So where are you in the last month? Dr. Ben, I didn't give up. I actually called all the counselors, the, I, I threw the tinnitus association i was able to contact you the support that, that i uh, that i've been getting through your program monthly i met other people who were going through the same experience i think the frustration was that not knowing information so once i started getting more information reaching out to all the counselors to american association to to you and the support and that we're going to be fine. I went to see a neurologist. I, even though not only was I dealing with tinnitus, but also the long haul effects of COVID, which is fatigue and other stuff, I still made it very powerful. I fought like a lion to make sure that I get up and make sure that I, even though I couldn't, at the beginning, I couldn't really hear what you were saying on the Zoom because of the tinnitus, but now thank God, like you mentioned, 
one of the key things that you mentioned that I have never tried it in my life is meditation. Never tried it in my life. So I actually went to a meditation center to learn and practice how to meditate. And to other counselors, they were telling me the same thing, meditate, meditate. And they were giving me those skills of meditation. And at first, I, I actually like thought like, I, I was thinking like, I need a pill or something. I don't need no meditation. But I did it because I had no option. And Did you ever try a pill? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the neurologist gave me pills for anxiety and for depression. And I was like, I don't need those pills. I need to get better, you know, in, in terms of the tinnitus. And so meditation helped me a lot. You were kept saying that we have to focus on making tinnitus not important. And so I had to, once I start, month might not, I started seeing the difference. I seriously thought I was not going to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm seeing it. This weekend, thank God, I was able to move my kid to San Diego State University. He's actually living over there. I seriously thought I was not going to live that moment. And I was really concentrated. I still have the tinnitus, but it's not that loud. It's, it actually has lowered and I have function. I work. I thought I was never going to. I'm actually at work and I'm very blessed to say that. I'm still working. I'm getting better. I reach out to the to everybody who tinnitus was in their subject, to other counselors. I was seeing, you know, you, you recommended also cranial massage. I did that. Meditation. I actually was also, a lot of people in the support group also recommended acupuncture. I did that. Everything, everything that you mentioned, everything that you promoted, I actually, and it, and now I'm learning that it's not good to get so much into the subject, but I was really desperate for solutions. And one of the things that I was looking, I will, before going to sleep, I will, before doing my meditation, I will look into your video of like tinnitus, when you first get tinnitus, the basics, and just to remind me and just to like motivate myself that I was going to be okay. And at first, it was hard for me to believe that because I have never dealt with this in my life. And the fact that there's no cure, I think that was, that, that scared me the most at the beginning. But it gave me peace just to know that there is a support group. And I want to thank you. God sent you through my way because I was praying a lot for God to help me and sent you my way, uh, Dr. Ben for helping me and answering my call when I most needed it because I didn't have no answers and no solutions. And I am actually now want to be an advocate that more people should know the answer because it's really frustrating at the beginning when you experience this and you're like, am I going crazy or is it what's going on? You know, but I'm in a better situation, but I'm still learning how to cope with it. You know, I haven't gotten out of it, but I still have it. And like I told you, I fear it mostly in the morning and at night, but I haven't been as really bad as before where it will wake me up every three hours i couldn't concentrate i couldn't watch tv i couldn't work i couldn't even be a good mom to my kid i mean we were even questioning if we were going to have more children just really upset it just seems like all my goals were upside down but now no way better situation now yeah thank you for your thank you for your kind words thank you for your kind words and there's a lot there's a lot that you shared that's very important it's not a black and white thing it's it's not a type of condition where it's either a cure or I have it. Either I have it or I don't have it. It's usually mm -hmm. some spectrum of, I have some of it, but is it affecting my life? How loud is it? How bothersome is it? In the last six months, what has changed for you? Is it the loudness of it when you're in a quiet room and you listen for it? How loud is that on a one to 10 scale between now and six months ago? Or is it how much it bothers you or annoys you? Tell us more about that. At the beginning, it was really loud. It was like a 10 and I could hear it even coming out of my ears. It was just so loud and I couldn't sleep. 
right now it's like a two or three and the skills that I have learned, like you said, like the skills and, you know, the counseling, you know, the support group, several support groups that I have joined, several counselors that I have joined, they have given me the practice, like all the practice that I have mentioned and they have lowered, lowered the volume. I'm still working on it um, because I'm so new to it. It just happened to me last November. I'm still working on it and learning how to cope with it. But the fact that the volume went down, I never believe you when you say it's going to go, it's going to go down. It's just, it's just going to, but, but it went down, thank God. And, and it's not controlling me. I think that's one of those most important. Like I'm, I never thought I was going to control the tinnitus, but it's not controlling me or my life or my plans or, and that's where I think I was getting really depressed. Now it seems like I'm controlling the tinnitus. And I never thought I was going to be in that situation because at the beginning, I couldn't even figure it out what triggered it or what, you know, now I know it's just like, okay, there's certain, I'm learning, I'm learning how to cope with it. And, and through it, that process of learning how to cope with it, you are reducing it. You are reducing correct. the tinnitus itself. Correct. Correct. And I think one of them is just confronting it where not, I don't fear it because at the beginning it was just so new and the fact that we're not giving him any a lot of solutions. I don't fear it no more. Through the group and through the support group to American Tinnitus, I have found really doctors that understand like yourself, what is tinnitus? So I have able to actually feel more confident that I'm getting the right information. I'm going the right path. And that also, also has helped me not to be so stressed out about the situation. And so I think that's one of the things that I highly recommend to get the support, to get the support and all the tools and skills and everything and, and fight it, you know, fight it. Like when I learned when people were sending me, because in March about the older men who committed suicide in Texas because of tonight is, I was like, it's not going to be me. I, we have to fight it. There have to be a solution and we have to fight it. And it was hard. It was really hard. But thank you, Dr. Brent, for providing the space because it has given us hope that there's something that we can be done and it's not going to control our life. Tonight is not going to control our life. Like we, we can continue on with our life and having this problem. You've been a great example of putting the practice to work. And I remember at the beginning that we were focused on very basic, very fundamental things. But I knew... Yeah that it was in your long-term interest to focus on the very basic fundamental things first. And earlier, the first three months, you were in what we now call the urgent care phase, where mm -hmm. you had a serious problem. And it's as if you needed emergency help or urgent care help, and you weren't sure what to do. So in that urgent care phase, it's very confusing and overwhelming and when you're not sleeping well, when you have high stress, high anxiety, I wouldn't expect you to do much. I mean, just waking up, eating three meals, spending some time with family and going to sleep, that's a full day when you're operating on low energy from the tinnitus, insomnia, and the stress and the anxiety. So I'm so happy you were able to transition out of that phase. And like you said, I told you it was possible the reason we're making this podcast is to showcase people that, okay, even when the first few months are very tough, there's still yeah. hope. You're not finished with this. You're not done with tinnitus retraining. You're not done with keeping to work on the practices that you've learned, but you are definitely at a different spot than when you started. And I wanted to bring you on to showcase that positivity and that hope because we're not just talking about you coping with it and dealing with it. We're actually talking about your volume went from what did you say? Eight out of 10 to two or three out and of 10. When I couldn't even, I couldn't remember Dr. Ren, I couldn't even have, I couldn't even do a sentence without even crying because I couldn't figure it out. 
the noise was very, very loud, very loud in my head. And I almost, I almost felt like I had a radio in my head, controlling my head. So I couldn't really concentrate or read or pay attention to even a, a movie in a, in a TV. I really appreciate your support group and my story can give hope to anyone out there. Please, you know, reach out to help for help. And there is hope, there is hope. And I understand the frustration of when you don't see the solutions. And, and I think part of it, Dr. Van, honestly, is because of the lack of information that a lot of our doctors out there don't know. And it's really frustrating. I actually share with you that I changed, that I shared um, change insurance to get, you know, more private doctors. I went all over San Diego, all over the nation. And there were other counselors too who helped me a lot in those skills. You know, like a local doctor, Dr. Sarah, and, you know, my counselor, Dr. Sprenko, and Dr. Hubbard also. Dr. Bruce Hubbard was also very key and essential in my therapy and my concentration and getting up and in your, your support groups, just like hearing other people who are going through the same experience and, and has really like validate me to like make myself stronger that if other people went through it really bad like myself and they got out of it, I can do it too. And so I want to share with the group that I adopted my nephew when my brother got murdered when he was eight. And my nephew is now the first man in our college. And I seriously thought I was not going to see that that um, event in our life of putting my kid, uh, moving my kid to college. But this weekend I had the opportunity to, and I was really focused. And Benitez was not, not even in my in my head or my subject or anything. I was concentrating in, in moving my kid to college. And so I'm very, I'm very happy that I was able to live that and really appreciate it. And thank you from the bottom of my heart, Dr. Ben, for helping me for, in the support and all the doctors that I have mentioned to for helping me through the process and my neurologist too, Dr. Barry. And don't discard anything, like do everything, like everything possible. Like, you know, like I always say, I fight, I fought like a lion to get back, you know, but it was hard. It was really hard. But the Dr. Ben, the first call that I remember of finding hope was your call. Thank you. Because it was really late when I called you. I remember, I didn't even thought you were going to answer your call, but you did. I remember answering that call very well because I was, I was, I was yeah. driving, I was driving back from the grocery store. This was early on in my business when I was answering all the phone calls coming in and yeah. it was after driving home from the grocery store and I answered and we had a long conversation while I was in the car. And yeah. So what did that mean for you? It meant a lot, doctor. It was really late and I was giving up. I all hope uh, I was going with this noise in my head and it meant a lot. And I, you know, like, Right now, I'm being the biggest support coordinator in my office. You know, I'm in charge of the San Diego office where the members are janitors. They're fighting for, you know, for health benefits, better races, better working conditions. And I'm helping in here support 3,000 members in San Diego. And without you knowing, you're also being supported of that by supporting me and my health. You know, now I'm able to be strong for them and be able to help them and get the support for them to be uh, stronger fighters for them to find a good contract here in San Diego, especially because they were essential workers. But it, now and now, I would also I also want to let you know that there's more people that know about tinnitus. <laughs> I have no idea about tinnitus. There's more people, and I know there's more people out there. You know, I was able to also connect with a group in Argentina, and there is, uh, you know, the word in Spanish is acufenos. And now I also got to know more friends that I recommended you because. They're my friends because we share now this problem tinnitus, but I mean, I wouldn't be able to, I mean, I wouldn't have met them if it wasn't for this issue, but they also got tinnitus after COVID. 
Yeah, I want to I want to say I want to acknowledge that we're so happy that your son was able to move into college, and that's an amazing feeling. So congratulations to you and your family and him. Thank you, Doctor. Yes, and and how did that go? How did it go to move him into the freshman year of school? No, it went well. We went it went smooth. We dropped him off. Good thing is that he stayed in San Diego, so we get to check on him. (laughs) But um, he was really happy, and I was very happy too. They're very happy. It was very also an emotional day. Because, like I mentioned, like, I'm not embarrassed to tell my story, you know, where uh, I was the first generation to go to college and then my my brother got murdered and Felipe, my son, is actually my nephew. I adopted when he was eight and uh, when my brother got murdered and he's the first man in our family has break tradition that he he has gone to college and not to jail or on the street. So using drugs. And I'm very proud of that, that we are moving on. I'm very proud of that. And I'm also a woman of faith. And uh, at the beginning, Dr. Vena was really fighting with God and letting him know, like, why? Like, why me? You know, like, what's going on? Like, you know, like, you put a lot of obstacles and I have overcome everything and what was going on. And um, that night is when I reached out for the American Tonight Association booklet. And that's what I found your number. And so, you know, like, I'm already I'm thankful to God to that there's resources out there and then you're working really hard to provide those resources because it seems like it's not a big problem, but it's a, it can be a big problem. It can be a big problem. And when we're hearing out there that people are committing suicide for having this problem, it shows that it can be really frustrating to have a problem. And I've been through a lot of challenges, Dr. Ben, in my life, but this has been one of the hardest ones. One of the hardest ones, not able to be present to my life because of this noise in my head. But now it's just that I overcome and I go getting all the research to overcome it. But now I can see that I can overcome anything because if we can, you motivate me to go to this meditation center, which is called Kadampa Meditation Center. It's like, if, if we can control our mind, we can control anything, you know? And I think that's what I was reading about tonight is that a long time ago, they thought that that's the, that's the way that God speaks to you through the noise. And I was like, maybe God is speaking to me and in a way that maybe the new way, you know, to, to bring hope, to bring hope to other people. Yeah. Okay. So tell us more about the work that you do and mm-hmm. how moving past tinnitus and getting out of that fight or flight, urgent care phase, how that allows you to serve your community and how it's rippling and affecting so many other people. Tell us about the work that you do and how it is doing that work now when you have to balance your stress and your anxiety and also managing your tinnitus too. I represent, I'm a coordinator from the San Diego office for SEIUUSWW. We're known for the union of the janitors and the security officers. Our members are janitors and they work from six to three in the morning. So mostly work at night. And having a union, like, you know, like where I'm also the one of the vice president of San Diego Labor Council. So, you know, we represent, all the, you know, like the teachers have a union, the firefighters have a union, the police officers have a union, and the janitors in San Diego have a union. And right now we're renewing our contract. So every four years we renew our contract. So you have benefits in the state of California. So as a worker, you also have benefits, a federal benefit, but with a union, you have more benefits. So that's what we renew every four years. I'm one of the leaders um, here in San Diego to help our janitors to get a good contract. But we're negotiating statewide. So there's more than more than 20,000 members that we have SEIUUSWW have statewide. I'm in charge of the chapter here in San Diego. And our members, 
what a lot of them got sick. Many of our members passed away because they were essential workers. They were right in the front. They're the ones who cleaned the airport. They're the ones who clean all those buildings. So they were the, in the front line when this whole pandemic happened. They never stopped working. And so a lot of our members even lingering effects and side effects after COVID, one of them being tinnitus myself. And so I basically empowered them not to for them to renew our co their contract. So we're, if you see us in downtown San Diego or in downtown LA picking, and it's because we need a, a better contract. And one of the big things that we fight is for us to have more, the health insurance for everybody because health insurance was very essential right now with this pandemic. So I think that's one of, that's one of the big things and better salaries and also respect and dignity for our workers. Like that's what I do, that's my job. And I'm very humble and blessed to work with strong women uh, mostly immigrant women, but they're not afraid. They're not afraid to come up with a room and their mops and ready to fight because we need benefits, you know, not, they're fighters like me, you know, and they were my motivation to uh, Dr. Vincent because I see them how they work from six to three in the morning, wake up at seven, give breakfast to their children, and then they're ready to come to a picket or an action or a march at 11. And they're like walking, like if they, oh, they only have like two hours or three of sleep. And I was like, here I was like having so much hard time getting up, having this Lord in my head. But I, I mean, the little, if I had, I think, you know, God gave me a little of lift and I did that and to make that phone call, to get the resources to little by little, you know, making baby steps to be where I'm at right now. But I'm in a way better position because I couldn't even speak and assume what I have in a the noise, the zoom, I couldn't really concentrate. That's how loud it was in my head. That's how loud it was. But now I can, I'm very blessed that I'm able to say that I can speak and I can speak to you and I can talk how wonderful of a job I have. I'm very blessed to have this job because I, I get really motivated to see all those women out there and fighting and they're, they're my inspiration, my inspiration of like the work that I do. It's great. And so right now we're in contract negotiations for renewal, like I say, we renew the contract every four years. So, my, you know, to empower all those workers to fight for their rights and fight for dignity and respect at work. That's what I do. I support you 100%. San Diego is lucky to have you. And Thank we're you. lucky to have essential workers. We're lucky to have everyone in your community who is cleaning, who is working for large institutions that unfortunately most of the time take them for granted but you're sharing their stories, you're sharing their humanity. And, and that's really important here. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that our audience supports you. And I certainly support you. Do you have and do you have any final words for the community? And remember, this is us talking six months after starting tinnitus retraining with sound therapy, with professional counseling, with also a focus on mindfulness, meditation, and the holistic path. So this is where you're at now. Six months ago, you were in a different place. Do you have any final words in Noveva for the community here? What you've learned, any lessons, any tips or recommendations for someone else who might be in a similar position? I think I, Dr. Ben, I definitely don't give up. Don't give up. Fight like a lion for your life because so many people depend on you. Don't, don't give up. I, I think that we're very blessed to have you, Dr. Ben, and other doctors out there who are very knowledgeable about tinnitus and use you as a resource and call you and just don't, 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 don't give up. 
don't give up the fight and be a fighter. And, and I think we need more fighters in this fight so we can do, so one day we can say we left the next generation the cure. Because that's the thing. There's no cure. Like you, we have to figure it out. And we left the, the generate. The I think that's our responsibility. That uh, we need to figure out what happens so our kids don't go through what we went through. And I think that there's need to be more research on what happened to us after COVID and why do we we were dealing with this. And there needs to be uh, an explanation. And uh, I know it. I know it's, it may it may sound a little funny, but I always will tell everybody in my family if I die. At least I want to know why I die. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna give up. You know, I'm gonna come back as a ghost and I'm gonna find out. But I think that's my message to everybody: don't give up. Don't give up. We need to have a. Uh, we need to have the answer. Don't give up. Don't give up. Fight, 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 fight back until we figure out the solution. And if anything, we can support each other. And there is resource out there, and things are gonna get better. I think that's what we have to have faith. Faith that things are gonna get better in us. But thank you, thank you, thank you for yes. providing the space and your, and thank you so much for dedicating after your medicine school, dedicating to this big problem because it's, it's, it sounds like a small problem, but it's a big problem. It can be a huge problem if we let it. But I think that's the big message: don't give up, don't give up. And call doctor. <laughs> and where you're at right now with your tinnitus, can you live a normal, healthy, happy life at the current sound levels you have? And if yes or no, where do you aspire? Where do you hope to be 12 months or six months from now? Right now, uh, yes, definitely. Like I said, I'm way better than when I was six months. I'm goal is to improve more. I still hear it in the morning, so I have to figure it out where you know it doesn't let me down. Like I, have to, like I snap out of it. I think a lot of what you have mentioned is like, don't consider it important. So I've been practicing my brain to like, it's not important. Let's just focus on where I need to focus. And it allows me, I think I'm good. I think I'm working on like where it doesn't bother me. I think that's where I want to be, where it doesn't bother. Hopefully in six months, I'll be like, it doesn't bother me no more. I can focus on it. I also don't want to get, but I don't want to give up the fight. I think we definitely, our generation should find out here. It should be in our in our time. I still haven't successfully, I function, I still haven't successfully been where I, I'm not at the stage where I can say it doesn't bother because in the morning, it, sometimes it does, you know, but I still hear it, but I'm working on it, doctor. I'm working on it. I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm always there. I'm a perfect attendance at your, at your, at your support groups. I, you know, I don't miss any of my appointments. You know, I reach out to everything. And so, but right now, I think that I need to be at the stage where it doesn't bother. It's like I have it and I move on, you know? So Yes, yeah. everyone, you heard it here first. Don't give up. Be the lion. Don't give up. It's a balance, though. Lion. It's a balance because we need to fight for our, for our own health. We need to put in work. Mm -hmm. But we can't fight tinnitus expecting to punch it out and actually fight it in a negative way but we need to have the motivation and the energy to keep going keep pursuing better health so i'm completely with you and aviva thank you so much for sharing i know many people will really appreciate hearing your story and support you as a strong woman as a strong human doing great things in the world Thank you so much for being a guest here. No, thank you, Dr. Ben. And I just want to let everybody know because I didn't let you know. I did continue with the in vitro. So hopefully my husband and I do have a, a child. So hopefully in six months I can share that too. So yes, I didn't give up my my dreams and my hopes. And I think I wouldn't it would have never gotten it given that tonight is so much power. And I think the bottom line, don't give him so much power. Continue with your life.
Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. Hey, real quick, this is Dr. Ben. Thank you so much for watching this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a comment in Apple Podcasts for what you thought. I would really appreciate it if you would consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and making sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. It does really affect how our information is found. It makes it much more easy for people to find us. I really appreciate that, and I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.